0: Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. WENR, the voice of service in Chicago. WENR leaves the air now and this channel will be occupied by WLS. Good evening, everyone. You are now listening to WLS, the voice of Prairie Farmers, Chicago. everyone. The makers of Johnson's Wax welcome you to another rousing rodeo of rhythm and ribbing with Rico Martelli's orchestra, Kay Donna, Charles Levere, Hugh Studebaker, and Marion and Jim as your unparalleled pair of paper hanging paragons, Fibber McGee and Molly. Marcelli up anchor and gives us a mellifluous medley from the picture, Shipmate Forever, including, I'd rather listen to your eyes and don't give up the ship. Cast off, Rico! <laughs> listening to Marcelli's sparkling music remember you can have bright sparkling floors and linoleum without any work of rubbing or buffing use Johnson's Glow Coat the finest no rubbing floor polish that can possibly be made
1: Together, don't give up the ship. Air or stormy weather, we won't give up, we won't give up the ship.
0: diverting domestic doings at 79 Wistful Vista. Fibber has taken it upon himself to paper the dining room, while Molly surveys his preparations with a skeptical eye.
2: McGee, for the last time, will you give up the idea? What idea is that, Molly? Of papering yourself. I ain't
3: papering myself, I'm papering the walls. Oh, of so is...
2: papering the walls yourself. And you don't know the first thing about it now.
3: Oh, shucks, Molly. It don't take no mastermind to slap some paste onto some paper and stick it on the wall. Shucks, yes. wasn't I the leading label liquor at the Lapa Walla Licorice Laboratories? <laughs>
2: and what has that to do with paper in a wall?
3: just a matter of size, is all. <laughs> you got to adjust yourself to conditions, Molly, or you don't get along into this world. <laughs>
2: well, tis a fine time I'm going to have adjusting myself to that purple poppy wallpaper you picked out, McGee. Is enough to give me the spasmodic horrible.
3: What oh, shuts, Molly? You just saw the sample in the book. It wasn't enough to give you the right idea. You wait till you see it all over the walls here. You got no idea how it's gonna brighten up this here dining room.
2: Well, I'll just have to learn to eat with my eyes closed.
3: Uh, that that must be that boy I hired to give me a hand. Let him in, will you, Molly? Let's see now. Scissors, ladder, table. Paper, brush, bucket. Just put your coat in the hall, there, son, gentleman.
2: Yeah.
3: You're a considerable Watson's brother, ain't you? Uh, wh- what's your name, Bud? My name is Silly. <laughs> what do we care? Tell us anyhow. No, sir, I mean my name is Silly. Oh. They called me Silly for short on account of my name being Sylvia's Leviticus numbers, Deuteronomy Watson. <laughs> <laughs>
2: for heaven's
3: sake, how'd you get such a name as that? Ma'am, the name is that of I come right after Pappy made the exodus out of town. <laughs> well, that's all right, foolish. No, they're not foolish, silly. Oh, oh well, <laughs> no use splitting hairs. <clears throat> you know anything about wallpapering, silly? Wallpapering? No. Sir. Fine. We'll all start even. <laughs> oh, shucks, Molly. This ain't going to be nothing. Just a case of matching up the edges and clapping her to the walls. How do you like the pattern, Silly? He says, how do you like the
2: design on the paper, Silly?
3: Yeah, my husband. I was just trying to think how to answer in a nice way, is all man. You <laughs> see? Wow. Never mind, son. <laughs> Artistic taste, zipper. Now, you help me mix up this here for uh, Hey, Molly, unroll a couple of them rolls of wallpaper and spread them out, will you? Face down? Yep.
2: Thanks,
3: heaven. Shall I pour this here water right in there, Mr. Machine? Yep. You pour it in now and I'll stir it up. Easy now, easy. Chuck, this is the first time I've mixed pace since I was building kites for old Carson Kipper. Who, Mickey? Carson Kipper. Had him a kite factory in Chathop. The Carson Kipper Cord Control Kite Company in Chathop. Ever hear of it? No, did you? No. I mean... (laughs) Chuck, of course I did. I was construction manager for old Carson Kipper. We built kites from little 8-inch kitty kites to 300-foot box kites. You all mean you make kites to sell, Mr. McGee? Yep. Mostly army kites. Used them for signaling purposes. Chuck's redeveloped kites that carry an army U for two miles. I'll never forget the time our model 645 JKB-32B run away with me. I ever tell you about that, Molly? Yes, often. <laughs> well, I imagine Silly here wants to hear about it, don't you still? You're paying for my time, boss. <laughs> I thought you'd want to hear it. A little more flour in that mixture, Silly. Yes. Yeah. Well, sir, this year' kite was so strong, I used wire cable on it instead of straight. And the way we flew them was to dangle them off the back of the truck at 85 mile an hour till the wind took them. Yeah, better unroll a couple more rolls of paper, Molly. Sure. You go fly your kite, McGee. Yes. Well, sir, up she went till the whole cable was unwound and the kite was out of sight above the clouds. Just for fun, I written me a message onto a slip of paper, stuck it into an envelope, slapped a three-cent stamp onto it, and sent it up the cable. (laughs) But say, when I seen that envelope come sliding back down that cable, you could have screwed me with a sliver. Why, McGree? It had gone so far, it'd come back marked three cents more postage, due. (laughs) Be easy on the water in that taste there, silly. We don't want this too thin. Sounds pretty thin to me already. (laughs) Then all of a sudden, they come a big gust of wind and snap the cable. I reached up like lightning and grabbed the end of it, not thinking, The next thing I knowed, there I was, a mile in the air, hanging by one hand. Right hand or left hand, boss? The, the, that, that, what difference does it make? It'd make a lot of difference to me on account I could never reach my left hip pocket with my right hand. And why would you want to? That's where I keep my rabbit foot. <laughs> <laughs> a rabbit foot wouldn't have had enough luck for me in my predicament. The elephant foot wouldn't have been none too big. Well, sir, there I dangled, getting weaker and weaker. And every second, getting further and further from the ground. What happened then, Mr. McGee? Well, sir, I was just about to drop off when I get to the idea. And about time, too. You was at the end of your rope. Well, sir, I started going hand over hand up the clothesline. I thought you'd say it was a steel cable ball. Huh? Oh, yes. Well, it was for half its length, and then it was clothesline the rest of the way. That way, we always got resiliency. Well... I say, that way we always got resiliency. Yes, I should say so. <laughs> well, sir, up I went for miles. Then I seen the kite just a little speck way off in the distance. I kept on going, hand over hand, training every muscle. Finally, about five hours later, I got to the kite and pulled myself up on the crossbar for a breathing spell. Who is this, McGee? I'm plump-tuckered out just listening to it. <laughs> then for the first time, I looked down. First, I couldn't see nothing, but wow. Then all of a sudden, I seen the earth, swinging and swaying down below, looking no bigger than an Italian meatball. Well, Mr. <laughs> McGee, how you ever get down to my little old kite? What say? I say, how you ever get down from that little old kite? <laughs> <laughs> well, sir, what does I do? But I carefully crawls around that kite, tossing and pitching into the wind. And holding on with one hand, I reaches down and grabs onto the tail. Mm-mm-mm. Then I lowers myself knot by knot, real slow. About ten
2: knots an hour.
3: Real slow, down the tail of the kite, till I was down to the last knot. And there I hung, swaying in the wind, hanging in space by one hand. more water in that case there, boy. Yes. But what happened then, boss? Huh? Oh, nothing. <laughs> that was the end of the tail. <laughs>
0: Kelly and his men playing, isn't it a lovely day to be caught in the rain? And the answer is, no matter how gloomy it is overhead, you can always have it shiny and bright underfoot. Just get a can of glow coat at your nearest... Hey, hey in... Harpo. Harlow. So you must have me confused with Harpo Marks. <laughs> oh, no. The difference between you and Harpo Marx is... <laughs> He don't talk, and you
3: don't say nothing. I, I get it. I get it. Say, Harpo, <laughs> I understand the That's Johnson not. Wax Company is helping the government organize the Bureau for Preservating Floors.
0: Oh, is that so? Mm-hmm. Oh, something like the HOLC. No, nope. this is the N-R-N-B. 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 Yeah. Oh, I see. National Recovery of Natural Brightness. Nope. N-R-N-B. No rubbing, no buffing.
3: But I always say that, and that's what she always
0: says. (laughs) Well, if you want to make an application to the NRNB for less work and better-looking floors in your house, here's all you have to do. Order a can of Johnson's Blow Coat from your nearest dealer. This amazing new kind of liquid floor polish, perfected in the famous Johnson's Wax Laboratories, gives your floors and linoleum a beautiful, gleaming surface. And you don't have to do one bit of rubbing or buffing. Just spread a little glow coat lightly over the floor. Go away and let it dry for 20 minutes. Come back to find your floor shining like new. Protected from scuffing and wear. Dirt can't stick to the beautiful gleaming polish. Soil spots are easily wiped away. Glow coat makes floors so much easier to care for. It actually saves you hours of work over a period of time. Be sure you see the name Johnson's Glow Coat on the attractive yellow can. Now that we've told you how to have bright shining floors for a song, here's the song. Miss Kay Donna, our little blonde balladies, gives us confession.
4: I'm confessing that I love you. Tell me, do you love me too? I'm confessing that I need you, honest I do. In your eyes, I read the strange thing, but your lips deny their true Will your answer really change things making me do? I'm afraid someday you'll leave me, saying, can't we still be friends? If you go, you'll know you'll grieve me. All in life on oh, you depend. Am I guessing that you love me? Dreaming dreams of you in your day. I'm confessing that I love you over again. That I need you, honest, I do. Oh, I need you every moment. Will your answer really change things, making me blue? Oh, making me blue. I'm afraid someday you'll leave me. Saying, can't we still be friends? Oh, if you go, you'll not believe me. All my life on you depends. Am I guessing that you love, love me, love me, love me, love me, love me? Dreaming dreams of you in bed. Oh, darling, I'm confessing. Now
0: I love you over again Back now to the dining room of the McGee Home at 79 Wistful Vista where Fibber McGee and Silly Watson are struggling manfully with the wallpapering. As Molly looked in occasionally to check results. Did you stir this here paste up good like I told you, Silly?
3: Yes, sir. Why? Mm, I don't know. Seems kind of lumpy under the papers all. And hey, silly. Yes, sir. Does that there strip we got on upside down show up much? Yes, sir. Oh, shucks it don't other. I don't think nobody'd ever think twice about it. Even if McGee? they did Except maybe Molly. What's the matter, Molly? Uh,
2: McGee, it looks terrible. For heaven's sake, you haven't even matched the edges now. Look at it over there. Where? Right there. Why, the poppies is cut right
3: in two. Well, poppies is cut flowers, ain't they?
2: Look at me furniture. (laughs) All splashed up with paste. A fine paper hanger you are. I
3: I told you about splashing that paste, silly. Yes, you say, never mind. It washes off easy, that's what you say.
2: Oh-ho, McGee says that, did he? McGee, look at yourself. There's taste in your ears and your hair and...
3: Oh, shucks, it's just flour and water. We got plenty more. Ready with another strip there, silly? Yes, they coming up. You all got that side? Yes, now easy now. Now slide her over, Mike.
2: Up a little, McGee. Down on your side, silly.
3: Yeah.
2: No, that's too much. Up a little. Not you, McGee. (laughs) How's this? Don't look at me. Look at what you're doing. Now then, over to the left a little. No, no, the left, Digger. Oh, here... Sure, that's fine. Paste it right there now. Oh,
3: okay. There she be. There. How's that?
2: Well, now that's one piece you got on right.
1: Uh-oh, old paper coming off the wall, boss.
2: Oh. <laughs> For heaven's sake, can't you even make it stay on the wall? Can
3: you beat that? I forgot to put no paste onto it. <laughs> <laughs> Give me that paper, paste brush, silly. Yes, yeah, sir, so here in. Okay, How do you like the room sofa, Molly? going look pretty snappy,
2: isn't it? <laughs> I hope you get it done by Thanksgiving, McGee. <laughs> We've got company coming for dinner, you know. And goodness knows it's not far away. Let's see now. Thanksgiving comes on a Thursday. The last Thursday... What date does Thanksgiving come on, McGee? 25th of
3: December. Or no. No, oh, that's Christmas. Let's see, uh... Thirty days has September, April, June, and oh, no, it won't (laughs) help (laughs) now. Chucks, I don't know this year, Molly. You know, silly? Why? Do you
2: know what day Thanksgiving comes on this year?
3: No, ma'am, they're gonna have one this year again. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Don't be foolish, silly, or vice versa. Well, I'll have to look at me calendar. Where is it, McGee? Huh? Where's what? Me calendar. Me calendar. What'd you do with it?
3: Who, me? Chucks, I ain't seen it. Uh, Have you,
2: silly? Uh
3: Uh-huh. Where? Over there on the wall.
2: Over there? Well, Uh. so that's what makes the paper so lumpy over there.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That's right, silly, didn't I tell you specially to take that there calendar down before you put the paper up? No, all you say is be careful about scrubbing up the calendar, and I was real careful. (laughs) I just kind of figured y'all didn't want it no more, boss. It had October on it, and October is all gone.
2: Now, McGee, you'll have to tear the paper down and get that calendar out. And be sure your coat isn't hanging on the wall before you go on paper. (laughs) Chuck,
3: Molly, don't rub it in. Accidents will happen.
2: Sure, but let somebody else have some accidents. You don't have to have them all. Aha! There's me, Calendar. Thanksgiving's on the twenty-eighth. Let's see now. That's less than four weeks away.
3: There, there we are,
2: all nice and neat. McGee, what's the matter, Molly? What are you going to do about
3: that bear place up there on the wall? Where? Up there? Well, you see, Molly, Silly here must have cut that strip too short. and Now, see, you cut that beat yourself, Mr. McGee. <laughs> well, anyway, it's about eight inches too short to hit the molding, Molly. Well? Well, what? Well, what are you going to do about it? Well, I don't know. We could move the molding down if you'll just fetch the hammer there, Molly. Give <laughs> <laughs> a McGee, sometimes oh, I... Oh, don't worry about it, Molly. Ready with the next strip there, Silly? Yes. You see, Molly? Now watch how slick this earpiece goes on. First, I match up the bottom edge... And quick but careful, I run the brush up the port side there. Now then. And the left side. There. How
2: do you like that, Molly? Fine, but was it necessary for you to stick your thumb through the paper?
3: Where? Right there. Oh, there. <laughs> Shucks, that won't show none. Move the paste pail over closer to me, silly. Yes. Shucks, I think we're coming along okay. You know, I used to have me my old little paper hanging business, son. Is that so? Yeah, down in Paducah, Kentucky. I had me the best paper hanging business in town. Did some real delicate work, too. Pastel McGee, they called me. Oh. Pastel McGee, plastering, painting, and paper hanging for a particular Paducah people. I, uh,
2: McGee, uh, take your elbow out of the paste, oh. oh, yeah. Thanks for
3: the tip. You ready there, silly? Yeah, so you all want me to get on the ladder, you all. No, you get up there. I'll stay down here and hold her steady for you. Oh, uh, where are you going, Molly?
2: I've got me work to do, McGee. And for goodness sake, try to get the paper on right. It'll look bad enough then.
3: Okay there now, silly. Now watch yourself. Hold it a mite right higher. Yes, better watch out for that little old paste bucket, Mr. McGee. What say, son? I say you better watch out for that little paste <laughs> bucket. <laughs> I'm watching it. Now you get your top edge even with the mold in there, boy. That's it. Up a little more. Now, now hold it. Hold it whilst I get to the bottom of it. Dead rat said that. Now, Chucks, look at that there Cotton. Mm-hmm. Ain't that a mess, oh, though? Sure. Oh, Tell her, silly. Yes. Quick, uh, think of something. Yes. Tell her. Miss McGee just kicked the bucket, ma'am. <laughs>
1: Jim Town, the Esquire fashion play. I used to be a careless dresser, all but not a play. I'm taking a walk in Jim Town, swinging in a Jubilee way. The crowd yells, Hey, wait, go, hey, follow! Well, how do I look today? I got a brand new suit. And a brand new tie Got a brand new twinkle in my eye Do you know the reason why I got a brand new girl And I won't dispute She's the reason I've got a brand new tie And a brand new suit When I'm with her I gotta look my best Put on my tan shoes Grace, fat, double-breasted vest I'm gonna wear my stick pin to tackle up pearls where's a brand new tie and a brand new suit and a brand new girl got a brand
0: His men playing got a brand new suit, the extra pair of trousers with the vocal pleats being beautifully fitted to Charles LeVere at the piano. So we'll hang that musical new suit in our closet and tell you how to get a new coat, a new and gleaming coat of protective luster that will keep your floors and linoleum looking like new. Now is the time to give your floors a glow coat polish to keep them clean and sparkling and protect them from the dirt and slush that will be tracked into the house this winter. Johnson's Glow Coat works like magic on dull, dingy floors. This remarkable liquid floor polish goes on the floors with practically no effort. You don't rub it in. You don't even have to bear down. In 20 minutes, Glow Coat dries to a beautiful luster that keeps your floors clean for weeks at a time. It saves you a lot of drudgery through the winter months. By the way, it's very economical to buy Glow Coat in the larger size cans. Insist on Johnson's Glow Coat the finest no-rubbing floor polish that can possibly be made. Now, glue those dials right where they are until next Monday night when we'll be back with another hilarious, harmonious how-de-do. We understand we'll meet Fibber in the guise of sensational McGee. The celebrated sharp shooting sergeant of the scrappy 77. <laughs> and we'll have a bang up time, I can tell you. And so, until we meet you Monday, remember, just as the best housekeepers use Johnson's wax and Johnson's glow coat to keep their houses clean and shining, so the most particular car owners keep their cars sparkling with Johnson's auto wax and cleaner. This is Harlow Wilcox, the straight man. No ribbing, no bluffing. Good night. <laughs> lovely day is from Top Hat. Got a brand new suit? It's from the picture at home abroad. River McGee and Molly come to you from our Chicago studios. This is the National Broadcasting Company. <laughs>